How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Weekend Variety Show for Sunday, April the 4th. I went back on my word. I'm actually going to have a show for you here today. I found some free time. And what I want to talk about today is video game difficulty, okay? Now, the reason why this is popping up is because I am playing The Binding of Isaac Repentance right now. I've talked about it a few times on this show. It's an expansion for The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. And pretty much like every time there is new content that comes out for this game, it is extremely difficult. They changed a lot of the core gameplay mechanics. They've added a bunch of new stuff. And by and large, the community is liking what is coming out of the game. But there's also a pretty small community that is saying, hey, this is too hard. Or, you know, this is unplayable. And I found this very funny, because usually what people are saying when it comes to already difficult games is don't make it easier, right? This is what's currently in the collective discourse, is when a game like Dark Souls comes around, there is a very passionate but incorrect community of people who say, don't introduce any kind of easier mode. And most of the time, those arguments are logical, right? It is intentionally difficult. You're supposed to go through a very, very decisive and steep learning curve in order to master the game. And that makes sense. The reason why that community is wrong, and I apologize if you're a part of this community, but the truth is there's a lot of accessibility issues with this. Sometimes when a game is too difficult and there's no options to make it easier, people who want to play the game cannot play the game. And I want to live in the world where anybody who loves video games can play them. And difficulty is not an inhibitor. And so, you know, usually the narrative is that, you know, those people are very loud. And then other people have to come out and say, hey, actually, no, it's not a bad thing to introduce, you know, an easier mode or accessibility options in general. But this time around with the Binding of Isaac, it almost feels like the inverse of that. There's a very passionate Binding of Isaac community who is used to having a mastery of their game. You know, like, for those of you who haven't played the game, this would be like if the creators of Dark Souls had come out and said, not only are we introducing new, very difficult content, we're also changing how the game works. You know, these items work differently, and this mechanic works differently. And then all of a sudden, the people who had mastered Dark Souls have no longer mastered Dark Souls. That would probably get quite a few of those people upset. And then, you know, over the course of multiple years, they would master the game again, and everything would be fine. It's just an interesting observation I've made. You, you don't usually see that situation, but Edmund McMillan, who's the designer and creator of The Binding of Isaac, has now gotten himself into that. And all he's been able to do is say, hey, trust the design process. Trust the people who have been, you know, playing this expansion for the past however many months that it's been in development. Once you get used to it, it's going to be good. And, you know, I would argue that The Binding of Isaac itself could go with an even easier mode than what it has. And, and there should be accessibility options in the same way that Dark Souls should have it. And, you know, while I'm here, let's loop back to this, just in case any of you are about to send me some angry messages. Having an easy mode for a game, or, you know, probably the better solution is having accessibility options which are clearly labeled to make a game easier, does not have to take away from your fun of a game being difficult. I really, really hate this narrative that has come out online of people saying, hey, I don't want other people to have fun because it's going to ruin my fun. And then even, you know, like to take it a step further and say, oh, it's ruining the creative vision or something like this. Now, listen, I'm not a developer and I'm not an expert on accessibility issues or anything like that. But at its core, what I care about most when it comes to video games and the reason why all of you are listening to this show is because we love video games. And I want as many people as possible to be able to enjoy video games. 
you know, there are moments of ecstasy when it comes to playing games, you know, clinching that last achievement that you were getting for the Platinum, finally getting the high score that you were working towards for a really long time. And for me, one of those things is watching somebody who doesn't normally play games fall in love with one. My partner Shelby fell head over heels for games like Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley and The Witness and The Wolf Among Us. And that was only possible because she was able to play those games. She watches me play The Binding of Isaac, and she would love to play it with me, but it's too difficult for her. And that makes me sad. I want her to be able to enjoy the games that she wants to play and, and you know, share the passion that I have for it and all of that. And I want everybody to be able to do that. That, that is what I'm trying to get at here. Forget creative vision. Forget, you know, how you're going to feel if somebody else was able to accomplish the same task, but a little bit easier. This is video games. We're here to have fun, people. So let's have some fun. Anyway, this might be a topic I return to in the future. There's definitely some nuance and other kind of branches of this topic that I couldn't explore. But for now, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I'll be back with the daily news updates tomorrow. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. My friends, every game should have an easy mode. Oh my god, I am dying in The Binding of Isaac so many times. I have yet to, like... Okay, okay. I started off a little strong there. Hold on. Let me cool down a second. I got very passionate in that in that speech that I just made because I care about this. It's very important. You know, we're here to celebrate video games. Why are why why do why do people fight that? We're supposed to love these things. Okay, here's the deal. I have been playing The Binding of Isaac Repentance anytime I give myself, you know, an hour or two here and there to play some games. And it's hard. It is difficult. Partly because you have to unlearn a lot of the things that were ingrained in your brain over the course of, you know, half a decade. And then also partly just because the game is hard. But I'll tell you, like, before this expansion, I could reliably win, like, 90% of the runs that I played. And then after this expansion, I mean, there's different goals now, I guess. So it's a little bit different. It's a different target. But I have won, like, one run out of 60. And that doesn't include the ones where I just died immediately. So yeah, it's a learning process on this one. It's a learning process. And you know, I, I I created this show, again, out of empathy for the developer. He's just being, like, bombarded with people who are screaming about how hard the game is when they do that every time an expansion comes out for this game and things change. So anyway, I've talked about it enough. If any of you are playing it, please let me know. I'd love to, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to get your take on it anyway. Uh, my after show crowd might be interested in this. So I just, I mean, the, the month of March is over, right? So I've just collected all of the analytics for the Observer. I do that once a month. Figured you might be interested in knowing how it's going. So overall, things are going extremely well in terms of pure numbers. And that's not something I've been able to say for a while. Like January, this past January is really good because usually Christmas treats me well. But then there was a drop off in February. And there always is, right? Like, there's people who check out the show once and then never tune in again. And that's fine. That's, that's expected. However, in March, I got the best numbers that I've gotten since March of last year, basically. Like, this is my best month out of the last 11 months. So I've been trying to figure out, okay, why is that? Because I don't do any marketing. I don't use social media at all. I am purely like, find me organically, tell your friends, and, uh, you know, we'll just go from there. So I, I don't know exactly what it is, but there, you know, more people listened, particularly on Google Home. So if you're listening to this through Google News right now, huge shout out to you. It means a lot. 
we're getting tons of new listeners through that. And so, you know, new platform, new crowd, and definitely better organic growth than Amazon can handle at this point. So anyway, when I said best month since last March, that was just the best month on Amazon. Overall, combining everywhere that people listen to the show, which is the podcast feed, the after show, like basically everything I create, this was my best month ever. So it's it's huge. Thank you so much. And again, like that's that's from me not even really trying all that hard, which makes me happy. Like it's just organically growing. And, you know, the key thing is I'm not losing anybody. Like that's what I'm always afraid of is that everybody's just going to get tired of me and go away. And that hasn't happened for the most part. And uh, yeah, anyway, that's just like, again, this is something I do like once a month. I, I barely ever look at the numbers because I'm just happy to be where I am. You know, it's not often that you start something like a podcast and it takes off in the way that my show did. So I, I'm just here to have a good time, do my show, bring some value, and we'll see where it goes from there. Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in. Back with the news tomorrow. Until then, farewell. <laughs>